All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, which is pretty cool because they break up the season into small chunks and you have more chances to draft your perfect team and to win, of course. You can do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. And now, let's get into today's show. What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens. It's Kate and Michelle here coming to you in week three of the NFL season. And we're so glad to be back, as always, in your earballs. What's up, Michelle? Happy week three, my friend. Happy week three. Every time you say earballs, I really I really like earballs. I think that's like a, a coinable term. I don't I'm even know it. where that came from. We've been saying it for seasons at this point seasons, where did that come from seasons seasons ha- we're only in season two but i hear you it's fine yeah i kind of love that word we we should probably coin that but <laughs> um how you feeling today now I feel, that you're into people's earballs i feel great i feel great to be back in people's earballs i feel great to be talking about week th- week three i am coming at y'all undefeated and i feel we're gonna talk about a lot of very sad face injuries that happened, but I'm staying glass half full. I'm 2-0, and and we got go. some really good info to talk about for week three. You fucking... First of all, you fucking go. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Draft Queens always support Draft Queens and all of our DQDs out there who are listening. Much respect. Congratulations on the 2-0. and Very impressive. I appreciate impressive. you. I appreciate it. Well, here's the one thing, though, Kate. As much as you support me and I support you, we are showing down this week. So I don't yeah. know how much we can support one another. I'm not going to lie. Someone's got to I mean, be victorious here. Well, how here's the, here's the thing. How are two podcast hosts, friends, and colleagues or whatever? I don't know. What am I even saying? How are two people who are on the mic together supposed to talk game and also think strategy behind the scenes? How are we supposed to do that? I mean, I for all you know, some of the things that the... I'm going to say today could just be throwing you off this. No, I would never do that. I would never. Yeah, I was going to say I would, <laughs> I would be subversive, but I think uh, I think we're just going to give it to you all straight. So we might be laying our cards on the table a little bit, but it's going to be a fun week. I love that we're facing off this week. It is our week three showdown. Um, still some kinks to iron out, but I think that's happening for a lot of teams right now, given, you know, the state of things. So we will get into that for sure later in the show. Um, for right now, I mean, kind of excitingly, I can see a little friend who keeps hopping in and out of our screen. So it looks like, uh, Michelle, you have a friend who's recording the podcast with us today. Can you please tell us about said friend? Well, if everyone, and if you're not, you should be, go do it right (laughs) now. If you are following us on Instagram, you will see Bocce the Pup uh, was dressed in full football football regalia this Sunday because, you know, mm. because I'm that kind of dog mom and I put him in a football bandana. But yes, he, I think, really wants to be on the show, give his picks. Um, so if you hear any sniffing or barking, um, he's just <laughs> trying to say, go mom, I love you and the Draft Queens. 
oh, Bocce's the best. And he's probably sniffing around because you know it's in the air, Michelle. Baseball. October. We, October baseball. So as much as we talk football on this show, you know, there's, I mean, all the sports are in action right now. We're, you know, we'll talk about the NHL, NHL, NBA a little bit, but it's also October baseball right around the corner, which if you guys listened to us last year, you know that Kate and I love some October baseball. Teams are starting to clinch. So you know what? This is like a great time to be alive with all these different exciting sports things going on. I know. And I was just thinking about this the other day insofar as, uh, a lot of these sports are, you know, they're abbreviated this season or they're shaking things up. And luckily for all of us, fall is the best season because all of the sports are converging. You have tennis, you have baseball, you have football, you have golf, you've got it all. You have it all. You have hockey. I mean, did I say basketball? I didn't even say basketball. Like you have every single sport. They're all happening at peak right now. And so just a it's a really great day and month and end of the year to be alive we can really celebrate it in 2020 All everybody go stockpile your homes with pumpkin beer while it's out and just it's time just go crazy with yourselves watching sports and drinking pumpkin beers that's what i plan to do well okay well that leads me to a nice little segue here. <laughs> so um before we get into it for today because obviously we have to take minutes of your time at the beginning of each show to just talk nonsense before we get into the real stuff. Speaking of pumpkin beer, I have a beer with me. Now, what time is it? It's 4.15 on a Thursday. It's before the Thursday night games. <laughs> I need one. Kate's okay, tail- Kate's tailgating. Well, Michelle is sitting pretty over there, and we're here to talk football, so she's sitting pretty at 2-0. and I have to tell you all, I my team is is shitting the bed for a lot of reasons outside of my control. It's true. Lost, you do like, have to make sure you make note of that. You have to make note of that. Oh, a lot of these things so are bad. not your fault. You can't foresee these things happening. No crystal ball. No crystal ball, but this is like the Okay. So I am going to drink on this episode. <laughs> I don't do it often. Or at all, but I'm drinking on this episode. So cheers maybe, to your two and zero. I you. need this to get through week three. Seriously, maybe this is going to be your turn. Maybe this will be your turning point. Week three turning point. Hey, there's a lot of football left to play. You enjoy your beer. It's not all downhill from here. I think we should get into this week's episode and tell people what they should be doing, or hope hopefully they can go do it. Um, you know, leading in leading into week three after all these. Oh my God, to- so many injuries. Yeah, yeah, it's just been a whirlwind. Why don't we just, uh, yeah, let's do exactly that. Let's start with the huddle, and then we have so much football and so many injuries to talk. So, uh, yeah, let's get right into it. All right, Kate, are you ready to enter the huddle? Entering huddle. What does that term like? What does the Terminator sound like? That's what I'm going for. Into oh, I thought you sounded more like a like a like a commercial. I don't know, like a TV commercial or something. Mm, okay, so I went more John Hamm than I meant to. Okay, enter the huddle. Enter I kind of like that huddle. <laughs> it's getting scarier. Or like, you do it. <laughs> it's kind of like a WWE announcer, like entering the Hulk. Actually, I don't watch WWE, so this is just what I'm imagining in my head that the commentators do, but like... I think it was pretty good. Okay, so maybe like that. So enter, huddle. Okay. 
Well, now that we are officially in the huddle, <laughs> everyone. Now that we've entered, that in case you missed it. Out, <laughs> we're in the huddle. And if you don't know what the huddle is, I will tell you. Kate and I are very competitive, but we're also very informative. So we like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. Bachi with a squeaky me. toy. He's, he's, I was like on a roll and now Bachi's got a toy. But I, yes, the huddle, <laughs> the huddle, everyone. This is recording in modern day. This is, this oh is it. Oh my God, this recording from home, everyone, with a puppy who's five months old. Just let him squeak away. He's so damn cute. But the huddle, because Kate and I are competitive and informative, like I said, we give ourselves 60 seconds to give all of you the biggest and best headlines of the week. Now, everyone knows we talk a lot about football, but we want to give you as much info on all sports as possible. And the squeakiest headlines of the week. I know. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm keeping all of this, by the way, just so you know. How, all of it oh is staying God. in. <laughs> well, this is this. He, speaking of this being a challenge, now it's going to be even more of a challenge for us to get through them in 60 seconds. Because this is the best squeaking. huddle we've ever had. This is the best huddle in history. Dude, all right. he's, never sque- he's never squeaked the toy this much in <laughs> his existence. It's like he knows that he's on on the air. I wonder if we should just try and get through it amidst all the squeaking. Like, do you think we could do it with, there's like a diversion happening. We've gotten so good at the huddle that I'm like, if he's squeaking away, that's just fine. Because we could we could use another challenge for the huddle to try and get through these eight headlines. I think we should start the 60 seconds as soon as possible because he has <laughs> lost track of the squeaker at the moment and will give us a moment to get through this. Okay, do you want to count me off? All right, Kate, in three, two, one. The Los Angeles Dodgers clinched the NL top seed, their eighth straight divisional title. The Chicago Bulls hire Billy Donovan as coach to replace Jim Boylan. Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin to field a NASCAR cup car with Bubba Wallace driving. That's sweet. That's dope. Sweet. That's dope. Uh, Braves, the Braves beat Miami to clinch their third straight NL East title. The Dallas Stars may have won the first game of the Stanley Cup Finals, but the Lightning are up 2-1 in the series. All right, the Heat take a 3-1 lead over the Celtics in their conference finals. Meanwhile, the Lakers are up 2-1 over the Nuggets on the West Coast. Bryson DeChambeau wins the U.S. Open for his first major title. Wow. Speaking of golf, Tiger Woods hosted his brand hosted at his brand new self-designed course called the Payne's Valley Cup, a Ryder Cup style tournament where players are fitted with microphones for fans to listen in. Oh, that was actually perfect. His little his barking is the end of the timer. Bachi, Dude. good boy. Oh my god. Okay, so we got through it. We got through the full thing. Uh with or with without extra bocce. Obstacle, extra obstacles included. With extra obstacles included. So we got through it like on perfect time. Thank you, Bocce, for marking the end of that. I want you to tell me about this, like, because most of that stuff is like really good updates of where everything's at. But I'm very intrigued by this, like, Tiger Woods um, tournament and he designed his own course. Like, that sounds pretty amazing since and since you're a resident golf expert i'm very curious to get your thoughts on that well um let me give you my thoughts on that michelle um i had no idea this was going on like i say pretty much every week now we are a golf household over here and not only uh not only did i not know that tiger woods 
had designed a brand new course, which is just look it up. It's called the Payne's Valley course or Payne's course or something. And it is absolutely stunning. I think it's somewhere in like the Arizona-ish area, maybe, or like Midwest. It's carved like into the side of rock. So it's really, really, really gorgeous. And I, I don't know if this exists other places because I'm not a golf expert, all jokes aside, but there's a 19th hole and it's it's carved onto an island. Ooh. So it's basically a tiebreaker if you get to the oh, 18th yeah, yeah, hole. Yeah. It's cool. Yes. Yeah. It's really cool. Okay. So highly recommend it. But anyway, Tiger Woods, I think he self-designed the course or he did some sort of design work with it. One way or another, they had a, uh, they had the Payne's Valley Cup, which was for charity. And uh, the guys who were in it, Justin Thomas and... Uh, Tiger was in it, and uh, Roy McIlroy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they were all mic'd up. It was a lot of fun, and it's always good to be able to like listen in and hear what they're doing through each Definitely. hole. That makes golf so much more interactive and exciting. I wish they did it's that true, all the time. It's true, because it's not, it's, yeah, it's not, it doesn't seem very interactive, you know, and I agree. It's very interesting to be able, well, any sport is really interesting to listen in, but probably, golf is more interesting only because I don't know as much about it, so it's very, it's cool to hear kind of what they're what what's going through their minds totally totally and and much uh in my mind a much less exciting golf update but um u.s open i mean i watched it it was slow bryson dechambeau the guy who wears like the silly like newsies cap it's like a you know those ca- those hats <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. no one is supposed to actually wear but people wear them he wears them hey Hey, he won the title. Yeah, I mean, good. I guess good for him. I know nothing about him other than he's not, like, super well-liked. But also he beefed up on the offseason, apparently. And the guy can hit the ball. He can drive the ball farther than anyone in the tour. So um, that's, like, his claim to fame. Bryson to Good on you, Bryson. Wears the weird hat and hits the ball really far. So good on him. I was hoping for other people to win, but what are you going to do? So that's the latest in golf world. Can you tell me about like literally anything else? Because I need to get up to speed. I just thought the Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin info was really interesting. I think we gave a, we gave something or we gave a headline the other week about MJ joining up with DraftKings. Yeah. Now he's doing this. Like he's all over the headlines. This, he's all over the headlines. Like I just thought this one was really cool. I don't know if, if everyone, you know, followed this, but there was definitely some very inappropriate and saddening hazing that happened with Bubba Wallace, you know, before a NASCAR race earlier mm-hmm. this year. Horribly saddening that people behave that way, but all of all of the fellow drivers really stuck behind him, you know, and called for for change and um, I think this is a really, you know, exciting and, and interesting new development um, with, you know, obviously a powerhouse like, you know, MJ stepping in too. Like you, you just really like to see all athletes banding together, you know, to uh, to support one another. So I thought that was a really cool headline, um, you know, and and another interesting one for for MJ. Really, oh, shouts to MJ. Thank you, MJ. And you know, we need more of that. We need more support across the leagues and. It's all good. It's all good. And uh, in other M- in other MJ news, that was not a more? headline, but because I'm a sneaker addict, he did just announce like twelve new sneaker releases for the holidays. So no shit. 
help my wallet because I oh don't know God. what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can support us on anchor.fm if you want to donate to the cause. But... <laughs> donate to Michelle's Jordan spending wallet. <laughs> that is where it will go. Um, that's sweet. That's sweet. Well, I'm glad that MJ is, I mean, I would watch NASCAR for Michael Jordan. I also, um, I've been sticking along with the, the Heat. I've been watching the Heat Celt series, which has been really, really, just a lot of fun. Um the Heat have a, do you call it a rookie in basketball? I don't even know. Anyway, doesn't matter. Whatever it's called, there's this really talented guy on the Heat, and he's like 20 years old. He's like doing left-handed finger rollies. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, but he's really, really good. I'm really enjoying the Heat play. I'm sorry for all the Celtics fans out there. Um, but that's been a fun series to watch. They showed a crazy stat last night, and I'm not sure where it netted out, but... Um, the, the games have been so close. Like, I think the first two went to overtime. The games have been so close that they showed like total points scored for each team throughout the first four games. And it was like one point difference. So like, talk about an evenly matched series. Um, So right. Tough, another tough loss. You don't really want to go down three, one. That does not feel great, but, uh, We'll see what happens. See if the Celts can uh, can keep it going. You are so so right, and it's been a lot of fun to watch as a non diehard basketball fan, as a passive basketball fan. Um, anything else that we should be talking about? I mean, I I think we need to get into football. Back into football. There's a lot to cover in Stardom Sidum this week. Fuck, you're. I think you're right. You're I think right. we need to get into it. And I still have half a beer left. Which will take us through half of the show. So <laughs> I think you're right. Let's start and let's sit. We're back. Week three, Stardom Sit'em. Uh, yes. For those that tuned in last week, we've started to change Stardom Sit'em up a little bit just to make sure we give you as much pertinent info as possible. So we'll look back at some of our week two calls. Did we did we hit? Did we miss? What happened? Um, we will go through key injuries because Lord knows there were a lot of them and everybody needs to make sure they are up to date on what's happening there. And then we'll get into our proper Stardom Sit'em. And before we get into it, we just wanted to let you know that this week's Stardom Sit'em is brought to you by our sponsor, Champions Round. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm really excited to get into it. So where did we boom and where did we bust for week I gotta two? Tell you, we're looking I got to tell you, I had a major bust last week. Oh, shit. Who was Emmanuel that? Sanders, my guy. Like a total, did he, he do? did nothing. He was a total bust well, in New Orleans. I really... I thought a lot of good things. We have all heard me talk about him. I thought New Orleans was going to be a good home. And then last week, you know, he was able to be the number one guy with Michael Thomas out, and he was just terrible. So I apologize to everyone that listened to my annoying voice and put Emmanuel Sanders in because I did it and came up entirely short. Can you... I'm trying to get to the bottom of it because here's a little conundrum that I'm in just to sound off for a second. I have Drew Brees as my starting starting quarterback. I can't figure out what's not connecting. Like, I know Michael Thomas is out, and that kind of throws a wrench in their offense, but what is happening right now with the Saints? I think for Sanders in particular, I think it's a new team, and I just don't think they're up to speed yet. Like, look, okay. I'm not an NFL football player. I don't know how long it takes, but I would imagine that, like, <laughs> learning – 
all these new plays, learning how learning how each of these individual players play, mm-hmm. learning Drew Brees. Like I'm sure it takes a moment. Um, I really thought that he would, you know, come out guns blazing, especially you know being able to take over sort of that number one spot. But I don't know. I guess yep. maybe it's still like some learnings that that need to happen. I don't. Must I'm not be. sure. But uh, yeah, I mean that was a that was a. I mean. You know, the Saints are also my Super Bowl pick, so I hope everybody learns what they need to learn because I picked them to win the Super Bowl. So we'll see. I think it's just, we'll see. I think it's some learning, but everyone, I am admitting that was a bust and it was my call. Defeat. (laughs) Admitting defeat. Um, Well, I think we also had some, I'm trying to think what else we called last week, but I guess that we had a, a couple booms rather than busts, or at least you did. You had a big call, I would say, on uh, our, our guy Killa Cam. I was pretty lukewarm on him, but you, I you mean, went bullish. You took a flyer. Dude, the first week he looked amazing, and the second week he looked even more amazing. So, I mean, I think at this point we probably don't even need to say his name on the show. You're just going to know you play him, and we'll just discuss what kind of crazy thing he did because you shouldn't even be questioning if you're playing Cam Newton at this point. Well, there was some crazy stat that I was, and I I live with a Patriots fan, so I hear these stats all the time. Probably in your, um, so you he whispers them too. to you yeah. like throughout the day and night. I know in my sleep, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, did you hear Cam's stat this morning?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Um, but I, there was some crazy stat like uh, Cam took ninety five percent of the plays himself. Ninety five percent, and James White was out last week, and. James, you're not listening, but sending, oh, sending love so to much love. That was really sad. I know, I know. Love yeah, to James yeah, White, but yeah. look, big yeah, time. big time. You're, love. you're definitely playing Cam. He was he was a boom last week. Um, I think the other. I think I said specifically that I was taking a flyer on Joey Burrows, and I feel really good about that. Um, I think I can like cut. I think I can cut back to that exact clip. <laughs> One more thing before we give our quick two cents on uh, on uh, defenses, but I'm d- I'm taking a flyer on uh, Joey Burrow this week. Watch out! There's tonight, Let's tonight, go. tonight. We'll see. Yeah, <gasps> you have Joe Burrow starting. We'll see. Shut the fuck Watch up. Out. He so here's something insane about Joe Burrow. Last week, this stat is bonkers, and I'm normally not a stats person. I'm really bad at math. Kay can attest to that. He threw 61 passes. The man is a fucking monster. 61. That's like unheard of. That's crazy. I I think, okay, I I might even be be able to cut back to a clip from before last week's episode. Uh, But I liked watching LSU to round out season one of Draft Queens. And I really like Joe Burrow as a person and as a player. Um, I also like the LSU organization in terms of grooming quarterbacks and players for the NFL ripe out of their uh, in their rookie year. So do you have any thoughts of like college players coming into the league? I don't know. That's kind of on my radar. Yeah, I mean, like he we've been talking about him for quite a quite a while. So I think we've been taking flyers on him since the beginning. You actually picked him up. So kudos to you. But for all the listeners out there who actually take our advice, because 
you should in some circumstances. Uh, yeah, it's a great pickup. 61 passes. My God. 61 passes. He ended up with over 300 yards, three touchdowns. Now this is my cry to the Cincinnati Bengals. Get this man an O-line. Like this Seriously. guy, he, he would have had even more points, and, you know, and they probably could have won the game. They've had two Really close, tough losses, the Bengals. But get this man in O-line, protect him. You know, he just as many passes as he had, he had to, you know, get pushed back in, in the pocket and got sacked. Like, give, give this man some protection so he can, mm. you know, do do what you uh, drafted him to. But that was an awesome flyer. I feel really stoked about uh, Joey Burrow. I love it. I love it. And can I throw a, a little, uh, not a wrench, but just like a little tight end in the mix? Because yeah. I think um, I think we talked a little bit about, this is neither a boom or bust, but we talked about like, could Noah Fant be good? Like, who is going to help the Broncos? Uh, we did talk about Noah Fant, and uh, he is turning out to be a really great pickup, especially because of some of the key injury reports that are happening right now and some of the people that we're losing. Um, I don't know. Should we? Maybe I should just you run, him, run him through it. I think you just need to run him through it. I think most people are aware, but just in case, we want to give you the most updated info. I literally, in Kate and I's you know, doc that we, that we work off of with all this info in it, I put a really sad face emoji in there because mm. this week was rough. I feel rough like my- with injuries. My face has been plastered into a sad face emoji for so long, but especially selfishly because half of my team was affected. So let's run through it. There's a bunch because this is essentially preseason and people get hurt. Don't get it twisted. All right. Saquon, torn ACL. Nick Bosa, torn ACL. Christian McCaffrey, high ankle sprain. Sterling Shepard, turf toe. Turf toe? What the fuck is turf toe? It's a thing. Cortland Sutton confirmed ACL. Mostert, Colonel Mostert, sprained MCL. Jimmy Garoppolo, high ankle sprain. Drew Locke, shoulder injury. Devontae Adams, hamstring. Will Fuller, also hamstring. And I think that George Kittle's bouncing back, but um, he, he is. He There's probably 20 more, but uh, th- this is a lot. Honestly, There's probably know, more. You know how you watch like the games or how I watch the games is I barely actually watch the game. I'm watching the scrolling bottom line to see all my points that are happening. Yeah. The only thing that was scrolling across the bottom of the freaking screen last week was injuries. It was terrible. You know what's, you know what is the worst feeling in the world? And if, for any of you who have, push notifications enabled if you're not getting push notifications of touchdowns or scoring passes or anything not good it's not it's not good i mean (laughs) you just know that people are getting hurt and unfortunately there are a lot from week two so you want to know something funny about push notifications what so i have a fitbit and normally i i like you can turn Text messages, phone calls, the whole thing on it. Like, you get all the notifications. I have been a very strong-minded person that, like, I don't want my wrist vibrating all day long when things are happening. However, since we are back up and running in football season and and DQ, I put on fantasy notifications on my wrist. Oh, <laughs> like, like, my I almost God. threw this thing out into the woods, like, six times over the weekend with injury things popping up. So... I guess but, we should get into like injury we, strategy a little that's, bit. There's, that's there's exactly a strategy to do. it. That's exactly what we should do. What's done is done. I feel very badly that like week two, man, these are a lot of these are these are season ending injuries. Like that is a lot to oh, it's a lot of 
shit for these guys to deal with. Forget your fantasy team. I know that sucks too. But, you know, these guys, a lot of them, you know, had a a pretty bright season, uh, I think, ahead of them. And so it's a bummer. But we are going to do our best to tell you if you had some of these players who you should pick up and play this week. All right, before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. Okay, so who we got? Who we got for week three? What are you thinking? So, okay, before I get into a bunch of these kind of like sleeper pickups based on the injuries that we just talked about, I think a couple of, of good names to throw out there in the uh, in the stardom world would be um, James Robinson. Um, if you're not familiar, I wasn't really either at the beginning of the season, but he's been standout in Jacksonville. Uh, he is playing tonight, though, so let us remind you. You're listening to this on Friday, so he's probably already played, but we're going to mention him anyway because I think he's going to have a good game. If he hasn't already played, we're in like some very odd space-time continuum, so he has definitely, hopefully played, or yeah, we have larger things to talk about. But anyway, yes, James Robinson, totally agree, totally agree. He's been killing it. Um, I think the other name to look at is David Montgomery on Chicago. Um, he had, you know, uh, a couple of strong games. He's, he's got some decent running yards, but he's also receiving too. So for those of you in PPR, he's catching passes. He's scoring some touchdowns. Um, they're playing Atlanta this week. Uh, I think it's a good matchup for him. So I think, uh, he should be, he should be a strong, you know, uh, RB two, uh, in, Mm -hmm. in many leagues. And for those of you, well, I'm, I'm looking at y'all, but you can't see me. I'm looking at you. If you are feeling the Christian McCaffrey void, the Saquon void, and you're like me, where we're in a 14-team league, there are no fucking running backs. There are none. I got lucky. Uh, I picked up Jarek McKinnon on the 49ers. Um, I I overdrafted running backs big time. So I have Tony Pollard on the Cowboys. Well, good uh, thing you did now. I just had a, we talked about this. Like we literally had this conversation where it was like, Zeke is safe. Saquon is a flyer. I don't really like have a, you know, I love the the kid, but I don't have a Aren't lot of Aren't you just kicking yourself for not taking like, not even Zeke. Like I'd be, I'd be kicking myself that I didn't take like Kamara. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Damn for it. sure. I'm kicking myself a lot. Uh, okay, just add insult to injury, why don't you? Okay? Sorry, yes, sorry. No myself. more kicking yourself. No more kicking yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. But if you're if you're like me and you're trying to figure it out, I mean, Tony Pollard, I'm thinking about, not that I think Zeke's going to go down, but that was part of my strategy there. And same thing for Jarek McKinnon behind... Uh, the Colonel, but now you're yeah. in, look, that's a great guy to slot in this week. Like Saquon out, but you, you, you drafted McKinnon. Most people didn't. He was available in a lot of leagues. Yeah. People should go pick him up. You know, he, he's going to resume that spot. He's already been doing quite well, actually, with the Colonel being ahead of him. But I think this is going to give him a, a minute to, you know, sort of step up even further. So 
props on you for having that. That's a good person to fill in. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people hit the waivers and, and he should have a pretty good week this week. Big time. I mean, I hit the waivers immediately. And because I'm so bad this year, because half of my team is out, um, I slotted in in hoping to take Mike Davis on Carolina. Um, and that was my first waiver claim. My second waiver claim was Devonta Freeman. So I would say if you're also, yeah, if you're looking for sleepers, so again, Mike Davis Mike, is definitely one of them. Like you said, that's, that's, that's a great pickup with McCaffrey out. Yeah. But the, the last guy in the league who is at the head of our snake to take, uh, people off the waivers, he took Mike Davis. And so I got handed not that I'm mad about it, but Devonta Freeman just signed with the Giants. And that was like, I had to make those claims like immediately. I, I've kind of freaked out on Wednesday just to I'm make a little sure nervous. I'm it. not going to lie to you. I'm a little nervous for you. Like you're the, so San Francisco played the Jets last week and Jimmy G and the Colonel went down. I know. Now San Francisco's playing the Giants. I don't know, man. I, I don't. Oh, I, I feel only, for you. I feel for you. Not only that. Not only that, Michelle. Not only that. There is more. <laughs> there is. There are worse things about my 2020 that I can tell you about. Please tell me. My Super Bowl pick is the 49ers. For oh, Christ's shit, sake. That's right. Oh, man. You're yeah. in You're in trouble. No I wonder mean, you're drinking that beer. You should probably I go mean, get another one. I actually may not not get another one. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, those are my thoughts about sleepers. I have McKinnon on my team. I tried to draft Mike Davis. I do now have Devonta Freeman, who is Saquon's new replacement, but... He, he got did. picked up on like Monday, Tuesday. He got he got look. He's signed big, he's Tuesday. A, he's a big dude. So if uh, Danny Pennies, because I've officially downgraded him to Danny Pennies, you did. If Danny Pennies can like get them to the red zone, that could be really good for Devonta. He's 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 a big dude. He's good on he's good on uh, in the red zone. So it's just going to depend on you know if if Pennies can get him down there. Yeah, is there any, aside from my selfish picks, because this is my own experience with those three, but do you have anyone else running back-wise that you want to talk through? I'd be curious to hear, because I just don't, I don't know where to go from here. Where do we go from here? So here's kind of a deep sleeper, but you've probably seen his name popping up a little bit if you've been doing your research. Um, Josh Kelly, Joshua Kelly. I don't want to, like, just call him Josh. His name is listed as Joshua. I don't, we're not friends. I don't know. Joshua Kelly (laughs) on the uh, Chargers. So he's, he's the number, well, technically he was the number three Um, Obviously, Eckler is their number one over there, but Justin Jackson has a bit of an injury going on. And so volume-wise, Joshua Kelly has been doing super, super well. And with their number two out, he he could look to get even more volume. So that's like a bit of a deep sleeper, but uh, definitely available, probably available in a lot of leagues. Um, And then last but not least, uh, Cam Akers uh, also had a bit of an injury. So um, Daryl Henderson on the Rams, that could be a potential good pickup. I mean, unfortunately, at this point, like, you got to be digging kind of deep. Um, sorry, and actually on the Rams, it's Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown. Two guys are out. So basically, they don't have anybody else to give the ball to there. So if you have him, play Boy. him. If he's still on the waivers, he's probably not. But, you know, you, you're honestly week three and people are digging deep already. That's for sure. And it is... It's preseason. It's still preseason. What do we say in in our first two episodes? We said through week four, it's going to look messy, ugly. It's just the nature of 2020. It's just going to look this way. 
So I don't know. I think I think that this is par for the course, and it's really unfortunate. I'm hoping everybody bounces back quick, aside from those who tore their ACLs, because that is that is a non bounce backable injury. All right, we but talked anyway. a lot. We talked a lot about injuries, and a lot of them were in the in the running back space. Hopefully, this helped. Uh, give you some oh, can ideas we talk of- about a bust? Oh. Can we just talk about a bust real quick, running yes, back-wise? Of, co- of course, please. Fuck you, Devin Singletary. You're my new Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> oh, man, that's not good. You don't want to be that person. How is he so bad when Josh <laughs> Allen is so good? Can you tell me that's that? Precise, that's precisely why, because the Bills it. are throwing the ball, and Stefan Diggs, uh-huh, I got him, is uh-huh. doing really damn good. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, I just wanted to call that out. If you have Devin, Devin Singletary, I would recommend you slot him maybe into your flex if you're kind of confused about your flex, but RB1, RB2, I would take some of the guys that we've already talked about. Um, I just don't feel good about Devin Singletary at all, but what a shocker for the season for me. That's all. We can move on to wide receivers, but had to put my little plug in for a bust. All right. I'm into it. Always, always love to talk about a good bust. So, all right. Wide receivers. Couple of things here. Um, We did mention, uh, as Kate was running down some of the injuries, Sterling Shepard on the Giants is out uh, with turf toe. Um, Turf toe. I still LOL every time I say turf toe. I like... (laughs) Oh, your toe hurts. Oh, no. What it, is well, turf toe? I'm sure it, it really actually hurts, and I'm sorry about his turf toe. But what the I, heck is turf toe? It sounds like you're not really sorry about it. But, uh, you know, um, it does it does happen. Um, and it does take a lot of guys out, unfortunately. Um, but that all said, uh, you could potentially look at uh, Golden Tate over on the Giants. Um, Danny Pennies is going to need someone to throw the ball to. Um Dak and the Cowboys have been doing decently well, uh, but CeCe Lamb, I think, is worth calling out um, on the Cowboys this week. Um, And then we talked a lot about um, Big Ben, Juju Smith-Schuster. We've been talking a lot. I think their offense looks really strong. Um, Another name that has been starting to pop up is Deontay Johnson um, over on that team as well. Uh, So, again, probably not one um that was you know drafted initially but uh could be could be a really good one to look at as the uh, Pittsburgh D keeps keeps looking pretty good I am into it I am into it I'm looking back at my notes to see if I can add anything of substance to the wide receiver section I wrote down I wrote down Deshaun Jackson but like I personally I personally am not a fan of him I think he's really boomer bust I don't even sometimes think of him as a wide receiver because he also, like, returns kicks and he has a lot of big plays that way. He, mm-hmm. he definitely has, like, big, big, you know, 70-yard catch touchdown. Like, But yeah. I, don't, I don't usually think of him when I think of wide receivers just because it's usually not, you know, uh, you don't really see him get a ton of volume. But there are some injuries in Philadelphia which could free him up to have some more looks. So... I'm I'm questionable on that. Um, it, it's more just calling the attention that there's you know some injury over there. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on how much you want to roll the dice because I feel like he's a gamble. Yeah, that, that's interesting. And and to the point of gambling, and I actually have not looked this up yet, so you might have to inform me. But you are a Brady fan, so I figure you will know a little bit about Tampa Bay. Um, 
I've been thinking a little bit more about Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and knowing that Chris Godwin was on concussion protocol. I don't know if that's just a week or if he's coming he's back. back or... He's back week three. He's back week three. Mike Evans has been tremendous. Um, I think there were early uh, issues with his hamstring, but he's in really good shape now. Godwin will be back. Um, history shows that Brady does pretty well against the Broncos. So I think uh, if you've got a... Uh, Either one of those wide receivers on Tampa Bay, you're playing them this week. Yes, I love it. I love it. Um, All righty. Well, I think that aside from, yeah, I think that pretty much rounds out our wide receiver core here. Unless you want to talk about anybody else. How about some tight ends? How about some tight ends? Tight ends are actually getting more exciting to talk about. We really like poo-pooed tight ends at the beginning, but now I'm excited to talk about tight ends. Well, I can tell you I'm excited because, uh, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and caveat this as lucky as we're kicking off the tight end section, but Jonu Smith, my boy, tighten the fuck up. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Three touchdowns? I think we may have, um, I don't remember if we talked about him last week. I think we did, and we were kind of like lukewarm on Jonu Smith. It, uh, I, I, AJ Brown was out. And so that opened up a window for Johnny Smith. I thought that AJ Brown would be back in. And, um, I'm really excited that he's getting targets. Uh, I'm a little alarmed that it was only a 33 to 30 win, but because God knows Goskowski cannot hit a field goal this year, but he did. <laughs> um, feeling, I, I think John is probably number one right now in the tight end ranking so congratulations tighten up baby let's go he's been he's been super solid uh i think um darren waller over on the raiders has also been really solid though beware he didn't practice a few days this week so if you do have him he's normally a shoe in but just keep an eye on that one seems like a knee injury uh, not sure how serious it is or if they're, you know, look, they played Monday night, so maybe they're just trying to kind of rest some of their guys. Um, but, you know, Waller's been, you know, super, super um, productive over on the Raiders. And a bit of good news, Kittle's coming back. Kittle's coming back. And not only is Kittle coming back. All right, I, I have to just take a pause for a second. I got served a 49ers probably because I talk about them so much because I was so bullish on them. I got served a 49ers ad or something on Instagram, a post. Have you seen his hair? Have you seen it? I don't, I don't know. It is deserving of an entire episode. Oh no. Isn't it like Goldilocks, like really long? It looks like, like a flowy mullet. Mm-mm. It's like down Mm-mm. to his shoulders. Mm-mm. It's, it's, uh, it's golden and... I was not expecting it, and it was it was just footage from practice squad. Uh, I don't know. George Kittle scares me in a good way, but his hair <laughs> is like next level. He's looking looking a little a uh, little flowy out there, but yeah. he's back. But he is well, back. He's he's it, it's speculated that he'll be back. So keep keep an eye on it. It's definitely trending in the right direction. For all those people that drafted Kittle nice and early, uh, I'm sure you'll be happy to have him back. Keep an eye on it. Uh, certainly if he's back, he's a uh, he's a must play. Speaking of people that you must not play and that I fucking picked up, honestly, Gronk is making me just want to throw up everywhere. What the fuck is Gronk doing? What is he doing? Well, here's the thing. I'm convinced that, like, he went down there because obviously he wants to play with his boy Tommy. Uh, the coaching staff down there doesn't really believe in using tight ends, but they have three of them. And really, I think all they're doing is using the tight ends for blocking. So mm. 
bad on me. I probably should have thought about that before I drafted him, but like he is he is just useless. I know very little about Bruce Arians, and I think that that's part of the equation here is that Yes. I was listening to some breakdown of like how are Bruce and the team getting along and it's such like a new he's having them over for dinner parties and he's getting everyone acquainted. Okay, the that's end of the, cute. That's cute. Fine. Just, throw don't, throw Gronk the ball. Don't get cute, Arians. <laughs> don't get cute. Give Gronk the ball. Exactly. That's exactly, exactly right. So anyway, I was thinking about that the other day, and I don't really know what the hell is up. I don't know what's what Gronk is trying to do here. You have to get Brady comfortable in Tampa Bay. So he's just got to get into it. I think that's part of it. Here's the thing. A lot of people saying that Gronk is droppable. I mostly tend to agree, but I don't think I'm going to drop him right now. You know, like, luckily I got a spot. I'm going to hold on to him. But yeah, he uh, not not looking not looking so hot. That's for sure. Yeah. So if you're having to so if you're having to drop a tight end that isn't playing out, I, I think we both have a POV on like where to maybe look and people who probably are still on the waivers. I would I would gander a guess. I would gander that same guess. And everybody heard me talk real high on uh, Joe Burrow. Um, his tight end is now Drew Sample. Um, he has been. Definitely getting some strong tar- uh, targets. Um, on the game last week, um, their number one tight end went out with an in- injury, C.J. Ozuma. Um, look, I mean, Burrow throws the ball a lot. Uh, A.J. Green has been awful, in my opinion. And so, you know what? If Burrow can find a bit of a uh, rhythm with, with Drew Sample, you know what? Go get him. Because he's definitely available, so go get him. Well, I've got another one for you. Hit I know me. nothing about said Drew Sample, but I see you've picked him up, and I you look heard forward. Here. You heard it here first. I look forward to taking another flyer, because that's just what we have to do now, because that's <laughs> the world we live in. Um, I am going... I feel like I'm going to kick myself for saying this, but let's just go with it. And I wouldn't say, like... <laughs> I wouldn't say this guy is going to write your whole team, but Tyler Eifert has his moments, and um, I like anyone over the Dolphins. So if you're picking someone on, up on Jacksonville, although you're hearing this on a Friday, you may have some FOMO. Or you may feel really good listening to this podcast and saying, Kate, you're a real idiot. Tyler Eifert sucks. So we'll know by the time this hits your earballs, but I would say Tyler Eifert could be a little sleeper, probably specifically for this week. If you're looking to make some moves and just put points up, I could see it happening against the Dolphins. That's really, that's that. I don't know. What do you think? All right. Is hey, that ridiculous? I'm all about, I don't think it's that ridiculous. Look, I, I you know, t- uh, tight ends are sort of like a streaming sort of play. You know what I mean? So you're right. It could could be a good week if it's a good matchup. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't count them out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's all I have for tight ends. Who are we missing? Let's get, let's get into QBs. I feel like we nailed tight ends. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got to do QBs. And maybe we start with tonight. So this will be Friday morning again. But Thursday night, I mean, do you have a... I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that between Minshew and Fitzmagic that there's some sort of magic there just because I am not looking forward to this game. So if they could light it up, I would be very, very appeased. I think Minshew's definitely going to light it up. I'm not really sure about Fitzpatrick, but I, I think I think Minshew's going to light it up, which I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. But I, I too, if if you would have put the the schedule in front of me 
you know, before the season started, I would have been like, oh, week three, Thursday night football, that sucks. But now I'm kind of excited to watch Minshew. So we'll see what happens tonight. Well, we had one of our one of our followers on Instagram. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, you know where to find us at the Draft Queens. Uh, Billy had asked if we think it's going to be Minshew or Fitzmagic. I, um, again, like Fitzmagic has some Titans blood in him. I also know that he can go off, you know, like we, he yeah, can go we, he off. He can, he can. I would just like to see it against Jacksonville. When else would Ryan Fitzpatrick actually have a good night than against the Jacksonville Jaguars? He I think this could for, be the night. He did throw for over 302 touchdowns last week. So I just hope it's, I think it's actually going to be a way more fun game tonight yeah. than I would have told you six weeks ago. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But anyway, no one to really write home about. Sorry, Minshew. Sorry, Fitzmagic. Um. <laughs> but to your point, actually, to your point, one last thing to say about that. You know, the first week, um, different matchup, but still, the first week Fitzmagic only had, he didn't even hit 200 yards. He didn't throw a touchdown, and he threw three picks, right? So that's like totally that's on one end of the spectrum. Classic. Then the next week, he's over 300, and he throws two touchdowns. They played New England, they played Buffalo. Both are decent defenses, but yet he's on two totally different ends of the spectrum. So, like, consistency-wise, no idea what happens tonight. That's exactly right. Um, Did you know, just to round this out on a totally unrelated note, he went to Harvard. So I think that's... Oh, so he's smart, too, on top of everything. He's smart, and I think that's why he's still... (laughs) in the league because he's a smart guy <laughs> he's like negotiated really Probably, dope contracts for yeah himself. exactly yeah i think that's part of it so anyway anyway but uh, but let's hope tonight's fun but speaking of consistency consistency Minshew threw three touchdowns in the first game three touchdowns in the second game so i'm going Minshew in the game tonight with the jags but either way hopefully it's fun and when you guys are listening to this you are saying yes it was very fun to watch i really hope that it is i really hope because i never thought that would be the case with those two teams Two teams that I am excited about are the quarterbacks that are facing off in our fantasy league, which is between you and I, between Drew Brees and Deshaun Watson. I think we're both in a little bit of hot Slim. water here. I really think we're both in a little bit of hot water. I think both of these these um, quarterbacks haven't necessarily been as great as we would hope. I think Deshaun, for me, dude, he faced Casey, Baltimore, and now, like, He's got, like, some really hard matchups right mm. out of the gate, you know? And it's certainly not helping, um, you know, the case here. Uh, look, this week they have Pittsburgh. So I'm going to hope that he just mm. outscores your quarterback this week because we're Probably. playing one another. And then the gates sort of open up for the uh, for Houston schedule. But, you know, Houston had a really, you know, tough, uh, tough matchups, you know, right out of the gate. So... Beware, you're probably not sitting, you know, Deshaun, because that would be getting a little bit too cute. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think you're going to see him hit his ceiling this week, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel the same way about Drew Brees. And I'm they're playing the backers. I don't really know how to feel about it. These are two guys who are underperforming. I feel bad for anyone else who's in the same boat with us. But it's just it's just not stick it with, to start the season. Stick with them, though. Stick with them, though. It, they'll they'll Post- get there. It's just it's just tough. You want to come out guns blazing, and that just hasn't been happening. Yeah, but if you are looking to pick someone up, may I make a recommendation for you, considering how great the Tennessee Titans organization is, <laughs> may I say? Uh, look at Ryan Tannehill. Again, like, he's spotting up Jonu Smith. I think A.J. Brown is potentially back this week. I'm not really sure. I never feel great about Corey Davis, but taking a look at him, Adam Humphreys, he has a lot of places to look. 
And obviously there's Derrick Henry, but he's not really a pass receiving. Uh, he doesn't really, he's not a pass receiving running back. Sorry, Nailed lots it. of words. Um, so with that in mind, I would say look at Ryan Tannehill uh, along with, you know, like the Minshews of the world potentially. But Tanny looks great, don't you think? All right. I, look, I, that's why I wanted to just talk about Tanny. I love get, I love getting, you know, Kate's uh, expert Titans updates. I actually think he's got, and, and no one tends to get, oh, God, I'm going to jinx it. No one gets too hurt on the Titans, unless you're what, like what? a an yeah, I don't know why you would say that. I don't think you should have said know. that, but we're, yeah. we're going right. to pretend it didn't happen. Knocky, knocky, he did knock. Throw, he did throw, he did throw four touchdowns last week. Good on you. Good yeah. on you, Tanny. Yeah. Look at Tanny. And he's, hold, and he's holding on to the ball. No fumbles. Like, that's good. He's holding on to it. It's yeah, awesome. he w- he was looking sloppy at the end of last season, but I think he's he's back. He's back. So let's go Tanny. Um, Tanny, yes. Danny, no. Danny, no. <laughs> that was a great parlay right there. Very Thank nicely you. done. Thank Very you. Very nicely done. So you've downgraded our friend Daniel Jones from, if you listened to last episode, and if you haven't, go listen. Just because uh, we're fun. We're fun for, to listen to. Yeah, actually, it's kind of fun to just listen to our gabber, I hope, or jibber-jabber. Um, we downgraded Daniel Jones affectionately from Danny Dimes to Danny Nichols. Where are you at this week with his the type of currency that he's at? I mean, I have to put him down at pennies. I was already calling him Nichols, like, you know, after throwing... Two touchdowns, but also two interceptions in the first game. And now, you know, in his second game, zero touchdowns, an interception, a lost fumble. I'm sorry. He, ha- he has to be downgraded to Danny Pennies. I- I'm-, I'm sorry. He looks like an ass clown. I'm going to go <laughs> call it like it is. He looks like an ass clown. I mean, get the guy off the field. Who's his backup? I mean, oh, please let Devonta Freeman just have fresh legs and run right through, you know, cut <laughs> cut defensive lines like butter but i just don't foresee that necessarily happening i hope it helps danny pennies i really do but i would uh drop that like it is so hot you could not get rid of him fast enough yeah we'll let you know if we ever upgrade him back to danny nichols yeah yeah all right last but not least because i love talking streaming d's Let's and i, do I think it. I, have, I have like an addiction to streaming a d it's like if i keep a defense for like more than two weeks Call me and make sure I'm alive or because something might be wrong because I just can't help myself. I always want to stream a D. Well, I, okay, well, can I, can I kick this part off because I just have a, um, because I have the same addiction. I suffer from <laughs> streaming D addiction as well. And, um, <laughs> I didn't stream a D this week, A, because I just don't know who, where to go and B, Okay. I am so nervous about my defense. I shouldn't be telling you this because you're my opponent, but I kept the Cardinals, which feels against everything that I, every fiber of my DNA says, what are you doing? That's so stupid. Is it stupid? Well, no, look look at it. Okay. So they've, they've played some, well, they've played well. They've done well in fantasy. They haven't allowed more than 20 points, which is pretty Damn good. They're playing Detroit this week. Detroit's been doing fairly well, but is, they also play. Is Galladay out? Do you know? Galladay, I believe Galladay is back in. Okay, that's so not that, that could harm you a little bit, but All right, okay. you're not cra- you're not crazy. Look, it's also like you said, we have so many teams in our league that it, it is harder to stream a D in our league. Sometimes you just got to stick with what you got. That said, I did not stick with what I had, and I'm going I'm going out on a limb here after what we just talked about. Uh, with uh, Minshew and Fitzpatrick, but 
I picked up the Jaguars. I, I think this is an off week for Fitzpatrick. He can't be trusted. I feel like the Jaguars are riding kind of high. Hopefully that, you know, spills over on the defensive side. And look, they've definitely let up points. I'm not suggesting they haven't, but I'm just feeling like maybe they're riding high off what Gardner's doing and, you know, they can just kind of catch, you know, Fitzpatrick on an off week and just get to him. Uh, they've, they've got a few sacks. They've got some interceptions. I'm going to hope that they get to Fitzpatrick tonight. I um I think it plays into every rule of thumb that we always talk about, you know, and one of one of which one of the statutes that we live under is play anyone against the Dolphins. This <laughs> subscribes directly to that if you're streaming a D you can't really, with the odds in your favor, you can't go wrong with the Jags, you know. The odds are in your favor. Now, that said, now that we have it on the mic, I hope you're wrong. Like, let's go <laughs> Dolphins, I suppose. <laughs> oh, uh, man, I'm going to be texting you all night tonight. That's what's going to be happening. Yeah, well, now that I put all my Danny Pennies on uh, the fucking Dolphins, so we'll see. All right, we'll but here, before before we sign off, I will just tell you, and I and I try not to like let these things keep me up at night because it's no crystal ball. But right now, you are projected to score 106 points, and I am projected to score 103 points. So, someone out there, Kate, thinks you're going to win tonight. It's saying here. Okay. <laughs> I take it with a grain of salt, but I'm just saying we've been talking about our showing down. We've given our picks. We've talked yes. about some of the people we've picked up, who we're playing, et cetera, et cetera. We're not, you know, I don't know, no crystal ball, but it's saying it's going to be close and you might edge it out. We'll see. Uh, there are so many X factors here. I'm sitting some people, and I know you are too who by the numbers look, you know, like a Devin Singletary. By the numbers, he's projected to do better than a Devonta Freeman. It is so hard to say. And I think the I think the moral of this story is that we won't really have a full picture until we get to week five. Now, that being said, we are neck and neck. And I bid you nothing but the best of luck, my competitor and my friend. And we'll have to see come next week how this all shakes out. So perhaps it's worth a cheers. Cheers, a virtual cheers. May the best woman win. (laughs) May the best queen win. (laughs) May the the best draft cutie win. I'm just going to keep doing them for you. You know, these are going to go on after. I know, I know they are. That's kind of why I kept doing it. (laughs) 